0: What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm gonna be talking about some sell high players heading into week eight of the NFL season. So maybe they're coming off of a big game, you know, a few solid performances in a row. For whatever reason, I think these guys have kind of reached their peak, and this could be an opportunity to sell off of them. Remember, we're not just giving these guys away. Don't like force these players off your roster, but if the opportunities are there, I think they can be some solid sell highs. Now, full transparency, I'm only gonna be talking about like three or four players in this video. It's probably not gonna be a super long one. For whatever reason, I just feel like this isn't a great week to sell high on a bunch of like solid players. I feel like the guys who had boom weeks, I either really like moving forward, or we just had like a bunch of kind of just random players have massive games like McCole Hardman, Like Marquise Goodwin, Paris Campbell, like all these dudes, like we're not selling them. So we didn't really have any like fringe starts who had these huge weeks that I think are, you know, like solid trade assets. And I'm not gonna come on here and, you know, talk about players as sell high unless I truly believe in it. So if it's a shorter video, it's a shorter video. But let's get into the first sell high player, and it is going to be Ezekiel Elliott. And I believe I talked about Zeke as a solid buy low player a few weeks ago. And, you know, I feel like that was the right call after seeing his first game with Dak back. But I think if you want the opportunity, this is a decent chance to kind of cash out on Zeke if you don't want to be invested in him long term. And this kind of performance he had on Sunday is the type of game that has opened up with Dak Prescott returning. He had 17.7 PPR points, two rushing touchdowns. Obviously that was the bulk of his production here in week seven. I think Zeke will be a top 20 running back rest of season. So when I'm listing him as a sell high, this isn't like a panic sell. Like I don't think he's going to be terrible rest of season, but I just know that in basically every single fantasy football league, there is going to be someone who absolutely loves Zeke. You know, that guy, there's a guy like that in every single league. Maybe you're that guy and you have Zeke and you don't want to trade him. That is totally cool but I just know there's going to be a dude who absolutely falls in love with Zeke. He's going to see this big game with Dak back and he's going to think, you know, 2018, 2019 Ezekiel Elliott is here to stay. I don't think that's what we're going to be getting out of him rest of season. I do think he'll be a top 20 running back, but at this point Zeke is a grinder running back. He's going to give you some decent volume on the ground. He's going to give you touchdown upside when Dak is in the lineup elevating the ceiling of this offense but he has had zero receiving upside so far this season. He only has six receptions in seven games. So he is averaging less than one catch a game. That is just brutal. And it doesn't really seem like anything's gonna change. He had a 36% route participation in week seven. So he's someone where if I can sell him for high end running back two prices, I'd be interested. I uh, kinda just jotted down a few players here. I don't think this is gonna like fly in competitive leagues. But DeAndre Swift has been a big pain for people. I'd throw out Swift for Zeke. I'd throw something on top of Zeke to get DeAndre Swift. I had Kenneth Walker down here, and that was before he just went nuclear. Um, Also, ETN, I think, coming off of a big game, but someone who's had similar production so far this season to Zeke. Don't think you're getting Damian Pierce. But these are the kind of guys where I'd just be throwing out offers for, and I'd be putting Zeke plus, you know, like a fringe starting wide receiver to get into that tier. Like I said at the top, I think he's gonna be solid. I think he's gonna be startable. But if you can find that guy who really does like Zeke, I think you can get yourself a solid running back upgrade. Now we're gonna move over to the wide receiver position and we're actually just gonna finish up this video with Panthers players. So we're gonna start it off here with DJ Moore and this was his clear best game of the season. 10 targets, seven receptions, 69 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown, 19.6 PPR points. I feel like if you are trying to sell high on DJ Moore, you have got to push the narrative that now that McCaffrey's gone, the Panthers are just going to be feeding DJ Moore. Early on in the season, they fed McCaffrey. DJ Moore kind of got pushed to the side. Now that McCaffrey's out, they're going to involve DJ Moore every single game. Also, there are reports coming out that it seems very unlikely that DJ Moore gets traded. For me, that was the upside in kind of keeping him and not wanting to sell him, is that if he gets traded to the Packers, some other quarterback needy team. I mean, he could go from not being startable to all of a sudden being a top 12 guy. Like DJ Moore on the Packers is probably a top 12 wide receiver rest of season. But if it doesn't seem like they're going to trade him, they want to build around him. Then I feel like DJ Moore's value rest of season is pretty iffy. I just still don't think he's going to be a consistent option moving forward, even off of this big game. Like this was just a weird game in general where the Bucks are just horrible they had their basically their entire secondary was banged up and i just don't think we're going to be able to get consistent production out of dj Moore. like moving forward teams need to focus on one player one player on that offense and it is dj Moore. i just can't imagine that them moving mccaffrey it's obviously going to make the offense worse i can't imagine that all of a sudden dj Moore is going to be giving you solid production so if you want to hold on to him you know trust the talent or maybe no one wants him i think that's fair but I think this could open up a sell high opportunity. Or, you know, if you want to hold out to see the small chance that he gets traded, I think those are all fair outcomes, but this could be the out you are looking for. And then, like I said, sticking with the Panthers, I've just got both of these Panthers running backs here. So Deonta Foreman and Chuba Hubbard, we saw Foreman get 15 carries, 118 rushing yards, two receptions and 27 receiving yards. And then Chuba Hubbard, Nine carries, 63 rushing yards, a touchdown, two receptions, 10 yards. Both of these running backs were fantasy relevant in this game. I feel like this was kind of a fluke. Coming into this game, it seemed like both of them were just gonna be useless if it was a committee because you're going up against the tough Bucks run defense. Um, you know, they're probably gonna be trailing against the high-powered Bucks offense. They're what, like 13-point underdogs, I'm pretty sure. And so then you have this combo of a rare game script for the Panthers where they are very rarely ever ahead in games. And then you just have the Bucks team, you know, self-destructing offensively and defensively. I still think moving forward, if they're going to be splitting touches, I think both will still be pretty unplayable. Like I don't want to say they're clear sits, but in a normal game script for the Panthers, if you have Foreman and Hubbard splitting, you know, 10 carries each, two targets each, like I'm not seeing that leading to strong fantasy production. So I think these are guys who could be a solid throw-in piece. If someone thinks these players are going to be consistent options, I think there's someone you can add on top of a deal. Maybe like what I was talking about with Zeke, Zeke plus a Foreman plus a Hubbard to kind of bridge that gap into the Swift, Damian Pierce tier, those types of players. I think that's what we're looking for with these guys. Now, if you're in a spot where you just need these like fill-ins at the running back position, I get it. But if you're someone who was holding them on a handcuff or maybe you, know, you just jumped on the waiver wire and you can make an upgrade, you're not relying on them, I think they're totally appropriate to move because I feel like this is probably the peak of their production. So like I said, this one was gonna be a shorter one. Just a few players, Zeke, DJ Moore, the Panthers running backs. If you guys wanna run trades by me, let me know down below. I have the trade targets uh, for week eight. You guys can check that one out. Waiver wire targets are up also. Thank you guys for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.